5 a.m. Flick the kettle. Walk past. Flick the kettle. Walk past. Flick the kettle. 6 a.m. Flick the kettle. Play on Facebook. Check the emails. Flick the kettle. Leave. Still haven't had a cup of tea. Enjoy today. I catch you like a falling star. That's an example of James Rakina Robinson's quirky Facebook posts. Most days he posts up little quips about life. No hidden meanings, no in-depth analysis, just thoughts for his followers to start their day. Here's another one. I enjoy a good podcast and a golden syrup crumpet. That's where I am with the life right now. Although his Facebook posts are quite light-hearted, what James does for his work is anything but. He travels up and down the country talking to parents, social service workers, young people about depression, suicide awareness and prevention. James founded the social media platform Outside the Comfort Zone, and as the name suggests, he goes out of his own comfort zone to talk about his battle with depression. The catalyst for his depression, or as he refers to it, being in the dark, was back in 2007 when his young daughter died of pneumonia at 14 months old. Today, nearly a decade on, from large-scale conferences to small, intimate marae wānanga, James talks about how his depression kept him bedridden and isolated from the rest of the world. But he came through it with the help of friends, family and time. James talks about helping others, the barriers that make his job harder, and what he does outside of the workplace. This is Tiahika on RNZ, Inga Mana Ingario, Nairatimihikoatsu Kyakoto Katsua, called Justin Murray, Aho. I meet James in Nungataha for a chat. I killed a family and not the Aro Ewe, the Aro Waka, go Nungatati Manga, Kaituna Tiawa, Rotoro Nuya came at the Momo with the Moana. Kill a fake some James Rakina Robinson. I found a little social media site on um, with a Facebook or, or email called Outside the Comfort Zone. Um, born and raised here in, 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 in Rotorua or Kautu Rotorua and, and now living in uh, Makitu. But enjoying my time here in, in Nungataha for the day. James explains what outside the comfort zone is all about. I guess it's a it's a it's a safe haven, uh, if if you like to call it on on social media, for whānau or, or for people who are dealing with issues in their personal life, or they're supporting people who are, and their issues that are um, basically stuff that they can't share with their with their loved ones, with either their friends or family for any kind of reason, such as bullying, cyberbullying, depression, anxiety, bottled up mamai that may even result to suicidal risk or suicidal thoughts. What um, led you to this type of work? Uh, with me, it's it's basically about, it's following the journey of, of, of myself and um, and stuff that I, that I had gone through growing up. And when I had a... Um, when I had a life-changing event that happened in my life, I was looking for help without looking, if that makes sense. I was wanting help coming to me without without looking, and I didn't, 
I didn't know where, where help was at the time in my time of hurt. And so the reason why I do what I do today is that I um, took ownership, made peace, and and I thought I wanted to be the objective that I needed to be or that, or that I wanted when I when I was going through my stuff. So um, so I do that now. I, I help whānau who are um, up and down the motu or even in Australia and, and in the islands who feel like they just want someone to talk to um, and if they would like, I can connect them up with help within their local area mm. and just be their big brother for about six to eight weeks to make sure both are engaging and both getting the help that they need. And and that's basically it. I know it sounds simple. It's a lot more um, it's complex, it's a lot complex and, 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 and harder than what it sounds like, but that's the gist of it. When, when a lot of whānau, they're going through the dark and they're going through the hurt, it's, it's hard to... Um, it's hard to see the ones, the unconditional love that's around you. Um, one for me was my mum. And even through my, my personal um, time of hurt and, and, and dealing with grief and loss in my life, um, you're so overwhelmed with hurt that I didn't get to see the unconditional help which my mum had, had, had given me. Until we had, um, until time went went by, and then you seem to appreciate those little things. And it was actually simplicity was the key to everything. How, how simple and love and just being there was was the major key. And so that's the message that I try and put out today: is that you know simplicity is the key. Um, and teach what my mum had had taught me. But just being there without trying to fix it, as most most of us try and do when we see a loved one going through hurt. Depression is is. Like um, it carries the outcome of what we've, a lot of us have grown up with, and part of our, part of our message to everyone to address my mind is to talk, and with my upbringing, I also know with um, so many typical of our whanau upbringing is to um, you don't talk about stuff, you know, you just just suck it up and and all that kind of stuff. Um, and, and with that, it played a part in bottling our mamai. So whatever we were going through, we tried to just deal with it, get hard and stuff like that. The hard turn of it is is that a lot of that mamai that we deal with eats us alive from the inside. So you're um, going against that. We need to talk about it. And that's where you come in mm. as a sounding board, really, eh? Mm. You are. And it, it's it's cool. Um, it's cool. It's an absolute honour to meet people of... Um, across the motu or everywhere in, in the world, basically, on, on the social media who are willing willing to talk. Um, I think the message that we have today, and and it's so um, I'm thankful for that, that the message is, is being shared, that, that the key to most mamai is to talk and to share. My mahi, and if I could draw back a couple of steps, it's, yep, the message is to talk, the message is to share, but when we have a default setting of being taught not to talk and not to share, we lose our voice and we lose. And sometimes it's, or most times, it's it's too hard to talk or we don't know how. And we, we have to fight our own our own self barriers of, of, of how to. So my mahi is, is to help find out, yep, it's okay to talk. But I teach find out that it's okay to talk, how to talk. And I'm um, finding a person that's unconditional without the judgment and gossip. Um, or we're living in fear of. And plus, it's just that um, it's just a traditionalist of of breaking that um, default setting that we've had all this time of get hard, suck it up, move on, and deal with it. So, it's it's trying to 
break that chain. In some cases, when whānau are dealing with the aftermath of suicide, James can act as an advocate on behalf of the whānau. He talks about that experience in the far north. We had maybe, I think I had about 20 messages from, from whānau during that week of loss. And um, from Kaitaia, Kaikohe and uh, Kawakawa. And it was whānau who had lost someone or in fear of the ripple effect happening in their, in their loved ones who have lost someone. And that's one of the biggest um, biggest harms or, or risks is that if someone has passed away of, of suicide or whakamomori, there's a huge ripple effect that may happen, whether it may be self-harm, hurt or, um, or, or loved ones leaving as well. And um, one of the blessings throughout that darkness was a lot of rangatai got in touch with me to ask we can feel this anxiety coming in our friends, in ourselves. Can you come? Yeah, so I got in touch with a whānau who was up there, an amazing supporting uh, family, and uh, they threw me on a plane and I went up and grabbed um, a couple of whānau to, um, to share some time with. It was only two days, but in those two days it was it was rewarding because we got to connect the whānau who individually got in touch with me, connect them all up together as as one and to let each other know that they're, they're there for each other or they're all on the same whakaaro, going through the same mammai and that they're not alone. And that was the biggest objective. Another one is that we I um there was a family who who had relations, had a nan in Auckland and they really wanted to be down there and just get away from it all. So I think I pulled out all the coins out of my pocket and lint and paper clips and, <laughs> and got enough for a plane ticket to bring them down to Auckland. How do you maintain your own personal modi, personal safety? Yeah, it's it's about it's about being 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 strong enough to have a balance. Yeah. Um, that balance of going into the hurt, going into the hurt of what you've been through, articulating the dark and every nook and cranny of the smell and touch of of what you had gone through yourself. So help people understand that you get it, um, and and to build that their relationship of rapport and trust. And then once they, um, once finally feel like, okay, this guy understands me without me breaking down, they talk to me, talk to me, he, he, I can, um, like we can build their relationship and for them to trust me and then they start turning to me slowly. It's about how, how simple you can keep everything, I, I feel. if It's as simple and time is the number one tool, I, I, I believe. You can have all the tools from systems and modules and tapafari monos as much as you want, but it's when you, if you can just allow time for whānau to fall off the wagon, get back on, um, have fallouts, have breakdowns, have mamai, and then mm. get back on and know that and trust that you're not going to leave them, that's when it's just, that's where time will change. Um, so so I'm, I'm just that guy, I'm just that guy who's just there, flick the kettle, we, we talk it out, and as simple as it is, it, it works. It's a blessing. My, how, I, how I do my, um, my mahi, basically, is, is finally get in touch with me. Um, and it's not intentionally the person who's going through the hurt, it's the supporting people who's just worried about their mate, worried about their worried about their child, worried about their parent. And my focus is helping the Poe and the Whanau. 
And the reason why I do that is because you're triggering, you're helping the person who wants the help. And so that's where that's where half of the mahi is already done. And so all I need to do is to go and have a cup of tea with the person who wants to help, and then I help them help them see the signs of um, of identifying the dark or mamai and their loved one, and then how to uh, how to engage safely with real simplistic their way of kōrero without the da 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 da. And then connect them up with um, introduce them to services in their local area in case times do get lot mamo. So I'm 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 just that guy, and it's the reason why I love doing it so um, simple and relaxed is because you're not going to fall off the edge of the earth for talking, and you're not going to fall off. You don't need to find out something some miracle cure that's going to be too hard to reach. And so it's just strengthening the people around them to get on the same page. And total go them strengthen the strength, so to say, because if I was going to be helping the person in the dark, um, which which I love doing, um, I, I do. I spend a lot of time with the person who's going through the mamai, but I share it with the people around on the same page. And the reason why I do that is because I I I have no ambition to be the Superman or Easter Bunny or anything else like that and save the day. It's about helping the whānau help their own because that's it's a lifestyle change. It's it's them they're they're in each other's lifestyle, so mm. it's they can I help them look after themselves for for the rest of their time. So you're basically there with your little kite toolkit and saying, mm. "Here's all my kai on the table. You guys pick and choose what you want, and then see you later." So James, when we look at things like um, nationwide conferences, and I know Rotorua have hosted um, uh, suicide prevention conferences, mm. um, and you know, let's be honest, it costs you know quite a lot to attend these conferences. What's your take on on that in terms of helping our whānau, the, con- the nationwide mm. conferences that happen about suicide prevention? It's really good that we have these um, suicide prevention conferences. It's it's especially weird this year we had the Indigenous Suicide Prevention Conference run by Nati Pikiao uh, here in Rotorua, and um, and and firstly those events they're needed. Those conferences are needed to have all to have as many services as we can throughout the Motu under one roof. Mm. One of the hard parts is it's. Um, a lot of whānau who are wanting to go themselves to find tools to help their loved ones behind closed doors, a lot of them, it's, they're unable to, to afford to go to these things because it's 700 bucks or, or or whatever. Saying that, these events, they needed to be costing this much to bring everybody in, to bring the support and to bring the venue to the kai and, and all that kind of stuff. What I find is, firstly, if you're going to attend the conference you have your hand up if each and every person in the room means that you have your hand up to go back to your own respective community and do the mahi uh, yourself from all the tools that you've learnt in the conference. Um, the gap that I see is, well, actually this year was a change in, change in term and, and it's a blessing to see because what I would love, what I would absolutely love for next future events to come up and for services, if they are going to these conferences, it should be made a requirement to take at least five whānau who are strong within their community to go with the service to attend the conference. And the reason why, again, it means that each person that attends has their hand up to help to say, I'm going to be a whānau champion to look after my community. So get um, so, so this year, I, I, I um, with that whakaaro in my head, I did a fundraise um, 
I went myself and I did a bit of a fundraise and, and tapped into grants and communities to take 20 whānau from across the motu, so from Invercargill, Dunedin, Queenstown, uh, whānau from Brisbane, Auckland. Wow. And just so they could attend, each got them a ticket. And just so they could meet all these um, services in their area, learn some tools, and then when they go home, I I, I kind of mentor them on how to use those tools in their whānau, in their community, and then meet those, connect with those services in their local area, because it works. If we want a lifestyle change, we have to um, we have to teach the whānau to look after themselves, not try and save the day ourselves, because yeah. that's too much mahi. How many, how many, how many families do we have? One? James is at Hunga Hunga Toroa Marae in Tauranga for one of his last sessions, working alongside Waipu Haura. It's in this space that he helps young people, young children and parents to talk about what they've been through, including issues around depression and suicide awareness. As part of the evening, he has brought along a few things for the kids. Man's cheering you on to get the get the hoodies. Here you go. Yeah, at um at Waipu Holder for the year. I have uh, about five more next year. Um, but this is just a quick wrap up through um now that it's going into December and everyone's going away on their yeah, holidays. Yeah. Um, from the start of the year, how has it progressed with your fellow participants, the young people? It's been amazing. Um, it's been amazing for them as um as Matapi is a is a small community. Um place, yet a lot of our rangatahi have not come home to the pa. And to run the wānanga, run the workshops here at the marae, it's allowed our whānau to come home, even over the six-week programme, they came and did the home visits here at the pa, and they chose to, and it was just their sense of belonging, so it knocked out a lot of achievements for them, and you could see it in there when they came in and wanting to, and actually being a part of the kitchen to cook cook for us, so it's been an amazing year. So the impact that you have, how was that um, you gave out evaluation forms, but you can obviously see it. Akanohi, Wairua in your little uh, in your wānanga. Is that is that is that how you measure your 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 mahi your work? Yeah, me me whanaungatanga and korero. It has um, so a lot of our our whanau who first started, they're really very sheltered. Um, closed in and now wanting to speak and share their story amongst the whānau uh, amongst everyone the rangatahi pakeke, uh, whānau katoa it's been it, it, that, that's where the measure comes from to do it home at the pa and wanting to come home and be part of the activities so that's where the, the evaluation is um, for me to anyway take a quick snapshot I work in suicide suicide intervention prevention Suicide awareness. And suicide, if you have a look at it, suicide is a result of mamai that happens down below. And it's a build-up of the mamai. Down below in a person? In down the... below of, of, yeah, within within the person. And it could be um, abuse, addictions, bullying, self-harm, um, a whole range of, of mamai that's or, or hurt that's bottled up inside people. And to, to the point of, of, of breaking point. You know, they just want, we just want to escape and want it all to end here and now and fast and just, just get over and done with. So if we, um, if we, if we address that, or we come to the understanding that that's where it comes from, then we can work together at the bottom 
of 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 the mummy and and so this is the part where the services and that why I find the frustration of services not collaborating together. A whānau may be example of whānau may be going through something, and it could be addictions, abuse, and neglect in our babies. Um, and so we empower them to talk. We've built enough rapport with them to share this issue. Okay, now what do we do? We connect them up with a service to help them do the mahi. Mm. And we may find one service that may cater to the abuse and the addictions, but not something else. And because of that, won't work with the whānau. And so, and and that's the frustrating part. We got um, my my frustration is trying to find services who will collaborate together to work with one whānau. I I I believe in that. Spoil them with choice. Spoil our whānau with with choice of of, of help. Um. So, so that's that's where my frustration is. I build enough rapport and relationship with whānau to talk, have the honour of them sharing their story, no matter how raw and real it is. Okay, let's connect you with help in your local area, and hello, we we're trying to find help within the local area, and in result of that, finally, if it takes too long, finally shut up shop. They go, yeah. oh, taking too long, and plus they don't. It, a story is, is is a taonga, you know. For someone to share their story with you, it means I trust you, and I trust you. Here is my taonga of what I've been through. Aketu is home these days, but he's always on the road. I ask him what he does to relax. The taonga of, of simplistic energy, just everything's okay, everyone. I just turn it off. I got it, and, and everything just so relaxing. I hike, I, I go trekking, I pick rongoa. My mum, she was a, she was a weaver, does a lot of raranga, and, and mum, she used to fix the whareke and all the, all the pa um, around, around Te Arawa. Which was which was nice, and I I think I've I I tried to be that guy. I was like, okay, mum's mum's gone now. I've I've picking up I've picked up the mantle. I'm gonna go help everyone. I'm gonna go do the fireki and the pie, and I'd go do all that. And yeah, I, I, I wrecked them. <laughs> you go say, with the frame of mind. Yeah, you pass me the raku. I'm gonna go do it, everyone. Hello, I'm making putty putty out of a fireki. <laughs> so, what kind of um, music do you like? Oh, I'm old school. I like um, all the old school 90s R&B. Yeah. I like all that sort of stuff. But the old school hits like um, like Sam Cooke and um, Otis Redding and everything. That that's me. I'm into the old school music. But a lot of our um, oh, jingos. I'm Tiaro. I think I'm the only one from Tiaro who can't who can't sing a sing in <laughs> tune. Yet I follow a couple of haka religiously. Yes, yes. Yeah, but um, other than that, nah. It's funny, like, so me working for myself, doing doing this mahi and getting contracts out, um, as, as you can hear, I, 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 simplicity is my number one tool. And with that, I had to make my personal life my priority. So everything that I do is based around my my personal life first. So we have, um, and, and the reason why is uh, my son, he lives here in Rotorua, um, 15 years old, he goes to Raukura, and um, as long as I spend time with him, first and foremost, he's planned into my, my schedule of, of that's just father and son time, everything else, work comes around that. So um, like in, in our field, as everyone um May know in, in mental health or just helping people, you gotta be you gotta be number one yourself. You gotta you can't you can't 
drink out of an empty cup, so they say. So you gotta you gotta make sure that everything around you is pie. You got your um your blessings. I have um how I have my wash for my work is that I have I call them my my secret five where they just um past lecturers, um my mentors, supervision, my counselling and and my best mate. And they just keep you noir. So wherever you go and get your recharge and have a laugh, have a yak. And um I make them my priority. So it's them, my son, my my rest days um are in and then I can schedule in my thing around it, my mahi around it. month away from basically 2017 till Christmas. Um, what do you have planned for the end of, of the year? Uh, when does your work stop and then you go into holiday mode? So slow, Sadly, my, my, my mahi still carries on. Um, we have a lot of services around the motu who close for the Christmas holidays. Mm-hmm. Um, me, I, I, still, I still carry on. I pata pata along. But it's not too heavy stuff. Um, it's just that I'm the guy that's on, online that people can get in touch with um, on, on the phone or whether it's on the Facebook or the outside the comfort zone. Um, but other than that, is enjoying, enjoying as much surf and beach and time with my son as I can.
Somewhere down that line If you don't meet my soul divide If you don't meet mine 